everybody. Better late than never. As always, this is The Yard Sign, the most important relevant podcast in politics. Your host, as always, Johnny Torres. Uh, hope you're all having a great time. Hope you're having a great spring break for those of you in the Tampa Bay area and uh, for those of you across the country as you begin your spring break. Uh, there's plenty of you here already in Florida. Let's uh, kind of rethink our plans a little bit. <laughs> or at least uh, keep away from Miami Beach uh, for your safety and that of your families. Uh, uh, we have a lot to talk about, uh, and it feels like we haven't been here in forever, but, uh, you know, we were here last week, and if you haven't uh, caught that episode, make sure you subscribe to the audio version of our podcast at any of the podcast platforms that you prefer, along with uh, the YouTube and Facebook channel called The Yard Sign, where you can catch the video version of our podcast there as well. Um, we uh, have the usual cast of characters for tonight, so I'm excited to get into uh, today's topics, which are gas prices fueling the GOP. Uh, again, you never let a crisis go to waste. Uh, we'll talk about how the Republican Party is capitalizing on the high gas prices. Uh, we'll do an update uh, on the Ukraine with our senior forest correspondent, Anibal David Cabrera. Uh, we'll also talk about Justice Thomas's health care. And uh, of course, uh, I'm sure the just uh, sinking feeling that was put into uh, the Republicans across the country as uh, we're currently underway now officially with the confirmation of uh, the uh, Justice Breyer um, replacement um, as uh, that uh, uh, took off today. And then uh, teachers raises approved, bringing it back to Florida. Governor Ron DeSantis will pick apart uh, his uh, um, uh, approval of the budget for another $800,000 and then how that is uh, going to impact our education. Um, but uh, over there, impatiently waiting, as always, at the big table, Anibal, David Cabrera, and Joe Wicker. Hello, fellas. Hey, is this on? Oh, wow, it's on. You said 800000 That's like a... I think you meant... Oh, million. That's like a few billions. days billion. in the budget. <laughs> no, I think it was million. Few minutes in the budget of the year. Yeah, wasn't eight hundred? I know it was eight hundred. Yeah, I guess it would be eight hundred. I was late getting here, and uh, I was going to come up with a lame excuse, but the truth is, is that I had to ride my bike here because I couldn't afford the gas. So. You have a bike, <laughs> a motorcycle, or just, like one of no, your kids' bikes? No bicycle. Uh, I, I can't afford this gas, bro. It's out, we're fiscal conservatives. Yeah, in my household, I don't know, you know what kind of fiscal. I'm, I'm, I on paper, you know, I'm a fiscal conservative. You know us at our house, we make our own bread. You know, we're like raising. Now we know that you you jam your own uh, apples own and jam, strawberries. We, we make our own preserves once a year at least. So it's not un, it's not completely unbelievable that I would jump on a a bike and no right here to save some gas. I mean, hey, man, I mean, fortunately, we have all those bike lanes nobody's using. Exactly. I, I could verbalize and say that I was on <laughs> a bike. Those things are today. dangerous. I would never go on a bike. Oh, no. my gosh. Stay insane. on the sidewalk. Come on. I wouldn't even What, what do you scooter. want to do? You want to get run over? You want to get run over? My scooter will go about 25, and I wouldn't get in those bike Heck lanes. no. <laughs> Who wants to use a dangerous bike lane that's <sighs> three feet away from a 5,000-pound vehicle? Democrats. And so. <laughs> <laughs> and we welcome them to that activity. You do you, boo-boos. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Uh, well, uh, speaking of transportation, again, as our first topic uh, is uh, the, the Republican Party capitalizing on the ha gas prices across the country as they are uh, doing outreach efforts to register voters and flip some voters all across the country at gas stations um, you know, because, again, it is such a... Uh, 
it, it is it is maybe and and I think you guys would agree it is probably the one thing where you can hurt the pocketbook the most that people are actually going to pay attention to. Everybody pays attention to gas prices, right. and the the tough part about it is it it's it's once again it's one of those things that kind of impacts the the you know the working man the hardest right i mean like yeah i mean you, know, you see republican really organizations hurt. and and uh, all across the country they do the gun shows right or they'll do f- uh, like f- uh, church festivals or, or any kind of festival and that sort of thing where they right, feel sure that you know you know families are gonna be but yeah i think this is yeah, actually pretty creative yeah. I mean, this is are this, we talking about just all of all of the GOP, or are we talking about Hillsborough County? No, they're not doing anything. Because they don't do anything. Florida, I think the no, only thing they're doing is the remember, the gun shows. Yeah, they only remember. Do, the um, do y'all remember that primary election between uh, Spano and um, and Neil Colby? Yep, for yes. congressional. And uh, and Spano's campaign went to the gas stations out in. Uh, I think they went out in Polk County. Did they? And they went to the gas stations and they were giving out like dimes. Oh, right. And it was wow. because, yeah, it was because I think there was a nickel gas tax or something that was approved years ago. And yeah, Comey, I think, had been behind it. Or yeah. city commission or something like that. He yeah. had increased the gas tax. Yeah, in Polk yeah. County. So they yeah. were doing that. And then, then it was a dust up because it's like, oh, you're buying, you know, you can't buy votes. And it's like, well, it's less than a dollar. You can't really, you know. Right. Anyway, I mean, it was a tactic. I mean, I guess it got some. Are you telling me the Ross Bano campaign had another financial situation? Uh, <laughs> no, that was uh, that's completely different. Come I on, think, now. yeah, I think <laughs> it's I, I think they, I think I think campaigning at the gas stations because there was a gas tax passed by your opponent, whether you agree or disagree. I mean, I don't have a problem with Neil Colby, but still, it was interesting. No, it's clever it yeah. Camp, because because the gas pump is is something. It, yeah, it's visceral for people, right? Like, I mean, you hit that. I mean, the other day I filled up my car and it cut me off at seventy five bucks. And oh, I wow. needed now I was my car was basically full, but um but I think I think it wasn't all the way full, right? And I had it set to just go till it's done and it just cuts you off at seventy five. I think some of the gas stations I, they just they have like a limit maybe, or something. I know that someone I know that one of the Serbiaks put like ninety bucks into their car. Well and I, I buy um I buy premium. I mean my car requires at least mid grade. So I'm usually getting mid-grade or premium. Well, see, this is the funny thing. So I downsize. I had a station wagon, a Volvo oh, we station wagon. We all know wagon. that you downsized. No, you don't. Not everybody does. So I downsized. I had a Volvo station wagon. Tell everybody what you have now. Tell everybody what you have now. cut off in traffic <laughs> with a British flag. Tell everybody flag, what you have now. Then maybe you might see the true <laughs> Oh, Benedict Arnold over here. So, yeah, now I got a Mini Cooper. Uh, with know, with British with flags, British flags. <laughs> with the British flag on, I'm, on the I'm not even that on the much rear view mirror. Royalist. It's like, hi, I'm Benedict Arnold. Hey, Look at my rear view mirrors. Side, Look Jonathan at the rear view mirrors you on the car. Pick a side. Uh, these things, these things have issues. Someone's gonna make a comment. So what about it though? What about yeah, gas? Tell Are us you your doing story. Good or well, the not? problem is, is that because it's it, a Mini Cooper, it requires it's premium. Made, you're right. It requires premium yeah. because it's manufactured least, by BMW. It also, it also only takes twelve dollars of gas. No, I do get <laughs> about thirty miles to the gallon, which is nice. Yeah, but bottom line is, you're paying over four bucks. But yeah, no, well, I'm paying. Yeah, I'm filling up with fifty bucks. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. It, t- I, it took I you fifty dollars to fill up. My God. Dude, yeah, I mean, it's got a nice four, thirteen. Get, it's got a nice if, thirteen gallon tank. If gas is if gas is you know four dollars and twenty cents, yeah. and you got a thirteen gallon tank. You're at fifty bucks. I right. definitely don't have a thirteen gallon 
Galantech. Well, you're also driving a hybrid there. Speaking of, you know, oh yeah, I yeah. went back and forth. Vehicles, yeah. <laughs> you got kids out there I'm digging sorry. up lithium. I apologize. You got, you got, I, you got I kids in China. You're I'm supporting. To make sure we're all, also, you're I didn't supporting buy a new, the lithium mining. I made in sure China I bought used because that thirty percent gets lost automatically when you get off the <laughs> off the dealership. You're the reason why labor laws this, were created. At least I bought a used car. You bought. So did I. Enable, you're the reason why we have lab- child labor laws. Yeah. Yes, I'm, I'm okay with that, actually. Those lithium batteries that children in China are out there mining for you. Yet a lo- so you yet, can drive a yet, hybrid. Yet your area of the county still has children picking Car- strawberries. Carbon so, emissions may be harming the, the Earth's climate. I go, but I can tell you definitively that pulling lithium out of the Earth is absolutely hurting the I Earth's climate. I can tell climate. you cows farting is hurting the Earth. <laughs> oh, God. Well, we anyways, can play this game. We can play this game. All you know, day. having done this, you know, because you've done it for your campaigns and Ebel and I have done it, you know, on, on the partisan side, you know, for the party and the organizations we've been a part of, you know, it, it is refreshing when you actually do go into a new environment and you get a lot of, oh, wow, this is really clever. You know, in, when, when you show up in places where you're not expecting. I, I think that's super clever because yeah, look at it over. like this. Okay. Let's look at it like this. Right. You're in a you're in a neutral you're on neutral territory. It's the gas station. Everybody goes to the gas station. Republican, Democrat, independent, right? So roughly forty percent, thirty thirty-eight percent of the people you talk to are gonna be Republicans, thirty-eight percent are gonna be Democrats, and somewhere in the middle is gonna be independents, right? Yeah. But, everybody, but everybody there has to admit that gas prices are high. So when you're there and you're there as a Republican candidate or a Republican organization registering people to vote. Republicans are going to agree with you. Independents are going to agree with you and potentially want to register. And Democrats are going to have to agree with you, but they're just going to be like, yeah, whatever. But okay, you're right. Gas prices are high. And they just have to accept it as you give them the let's go Brandon chant, you know? Well, they and should I think play that's that been a song big... on a loudspeaker while they're out there. Well, I think that's let's been a big part Brandon. of this has been, you know, the stickers. And now there's a variation of stickers and the stickers have actually yeah. become more they, aggressive, yeah. you know, and saying like, popular. I think, you know, it's funny because it started off with the ones of just him just pointing at the gas price. Yeah. You know, now it's, it's like, I did that. Now it's literally saying, if FJB. you voted for Biden, <laughs> yeah. like this is what you did. Yeah. Are they this getting more aggressive? Created. Oh yeah. Okay. I saw like a whole slew I get, of them. I'm con- Facebook is constantly advertising those things to me. I'm not buying stickers and defacing the, the, the gas. Isn't it you're a not, crime? You're not committing crime. I know. You're not isn't committing crime. crime? I don't know. I'm it's, just asking. It is property. It's it, state property. It is, yeah, because it also you can't tamper with it. And what that about would be the people? Tampering. What about the people that drew mustaches and horns on Nikki Freed's face? Well, that's that's just expression of free speech. Is that is that uh, defacing? It's not government property. It is checked. It, it, you're tampering it's with by the but government, but you're it's not tampering with something. Define tampering. Define government. Well, in retrospect, you, I mean, you, imagine if we had let Nikki Freed keep her. I original know, right? stickers on the I gas know, pumps. Right? I'm glad they took that off because I mean she was campaigning, bro. Come on, now. it was. You're campaigning, but you right now, use, wouldn't you that, cannot use your office proceeds to campaign? Right? Wouldn't that have been the best thing, like for Republicans right now? Would have been to just let her left uh, her face, let her, let her, left her face there. on the gas so pumps, so she could get a look, catch some blame. And you know she's over there, yeah, and you know she's in her campaign office thinking, man, that worked. Oh yeah, out. <laughs> that worked out. She dodged it big time. Yeah. Because imagine your face being plastered on every gas pump across yeah, the state. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. And yeah, that's she, what people are going to associate you with. So evidently, Hector Gonzalez is paying $5 a gallon because his car is a turbo. What does that mean? He just wanted to let you know he had a turbo. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't complaining about the gas. You know, if it wasn't for this turbo that I have. <laughs> I want to say, don't you have a good job now? You can afford it. 
That's right. If it wasn't for my dual overhead cam twin turbo supercharged something or other, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't have to buy this. Driving gas. back and forth to Orlando this weekend, having to to drive up there to drive oh, back, back to Tampa, back there again. I it who drives did, back and it forth took, from Orlando. It took that's maybe like, that's a like quarter a, tank. Of all of that with gas, I was like, I was very happy. That's like part of a probation sentence. And for the next two years, every week, you will drive back and forth from Tampa to Orlando. If you have a hybrid, it works out. It that's works like, out. Especially like with the traffic sentence. in Orlando. That's, it was like nothing. A Jerry, that's like a it was uh, nothing, Grady like, Judd sentence. It was you nothing. will drive well, like, you know, I was kinda, all the way to Orlando. I was kind of doing the yeah. rough math. And honestly, because I'd seen a Tesla, which I'm obsessed with, for about 34, 35 grand. Uh, a used Where? one. A used one. It was a used of one. Course. One of the be. first ones um, that came out. Be. I don't remember. It doesn't matter. It was a Model S. It was a Model S. It's like a 2007. <laughs> batteries are about to be. Got to get new batteries you for replace, 20K. You replace them with double A's all the time. <laughs> it had 100,000 miles on it, but they say that the batteries are going to last about half a million miles. So that's what they say. Okay. Mm -hmm. On so, the first generation. Anyways, again. Yeah. Those facts aside, so you have a thirty-four, thirty-five thousand dollar Tesla Model S, and then I was also looking at my Mini Cooper, right, which was about half the price. Yeah, and that was a tough buy. Imported from. Well, I'm thinking about it now. Okay. It's like shit. Had I known that the prices of gas were going to triple, yeah, but I mean, I think right. I would have been in the positive. Yeah, would you not know that Biden's in the White House? I don't there's understand a limit. these things, guys. There's there's a limit to what people are going to pay. Allegedly, it's, it's not gonna. Allegedly. It's not gonna go much higher well the the media is already all excited now, because it, it dropped it, it 20 dropped, cents yeah it dropped a little bit here's already. what's interesting though think about this and this is bad news for for the for the democrats we're getting ready to hit summer mm -hmm. and gas prices traditionally go up in the summertime because people are driving right so that's you also know you know the second part of so that. so even if gas prices are coming down a little bit you're getting ready to get hit with the summer bump. Well, the second part of that is that they switch to a, a different blend Come summer, now that when, once winter's over, because we're now in spring, okay. so we change a different. We, I mean, they change Florida, to a different matter, blend. Right? Not in Florida, right? I think it, it does all matter, to the nationwide. It's they, up north. The second they have to do blend, that, right? What is? He's no, no, talking no. about blends of gasoline. I'm thinking that that sounds like a cold weather thing. Yeah, I don't think that's an issue in Florida. I think they still supply. It, it still uh, contributes to cost. Okay. Well, either way, it's summer's on its way, and people start driving. Of course, Floridians go inside and shelter in place. <laughs> that's right. Floridians <laughs> shelter in place. <laughs> we do. Well, well like, I mean, what sucks is for the people do. that have the, these the heating bills. Impossible. You know, like these yeah. heating bills. Yeah. It's like you know oh, where they right. have to the pay for like oil, yeah. and they have yeah, to. That's right. Sucks with them. Isn't that weird? Like as a southerner growing up, I'm like. Why are you buying oil for your house? I'm like, <laughs> it's bad enough that you oil. have to deal with that. I remember, now I, you I remember, gas I remember growing up thinking, like, what are you doing with okay, it? Like, but we, if, any, if anybody, you have a should radiator, be, like, if, if anybody should be getting charged more for a season of yeah. weather, it oh, should be us. It should be us. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but they literally but have you to know pay. What, but you know to what deal we do? Snow. We build nuclear power plants, and that contributes to our energy redu reduction. They still yeah. use radiators in homes. Why do like, people live up north? You know what? That we should change this conversation because then these people are going to want to move here yeah. and then we're yeah. going to have even more do problems. you arrange your furniture where it sits closer to the radiator yes do you put a fan at the radiator and blow it this way how do you I mean, think how, they, this how do you think they get apartment fires up there I just, I just imagine like little tiny 300 square feet in New York apartments with a little radiator. They that radi I can see working. I burnt myself on my thigh when I went to go visit family because they had a radiator in well, the you're restroom. You're not supposed to sit on it. I didn't sit on That's it. That's what I was, I'm thinking. I it. didn't <laughs> sit on it. I was trying to get in the restroom and I got burnt. And I was like, I am going to the Four Seasons. 
which oh I did afterwards. God. Anyways. Anyway. All right. Oh, that's what ends the conversation. We yes. talk about a nice hotel. Oh, please. It all goes to hell in a handbasket. Yeah. Nobody wants to hear about your bouginess. This is why we can't have nice things. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for watching the Yard Sign, the most important relevant podcast in politics. Johnny Torres, Joe Wicker, Nebel, David Cabrera talking about this week's uh, news and politics. Uh, uh, we appreciate you joining us. If you're watching us live on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, uh, we also have the audio version of our podcast, which you can find just about anywhere on the podcast platforms uh, over at the Tech Overlords at Google, Apple, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, and Samsung podcast platforms. Subscribe, leave us a review, share it with your friends. We greatly appreciate it. We also want to thank our friends over the Community Patriots, now an official sponsor of the Yard Sign. Uh, the Community Patriots, a great group of uh, of just local individuals looking to make a positive change in the community, uh, doing tons of events with candidates throughout the year. Uh, for more information on their usual list of events, uh, their, their, their meetings and such, go to community-patriots.com. That's community-patriots.com. They actually have a pretty cool uh, media training boot camp. Okay, so if you are looking uh, to be an activist and uh, you want to uh, learn on how to talk to the media, radio, television, and print, uh, go ahead and join us. Our good friend, Travis Horn, PR expert Travis Horn from Bullhorn Communications is going to be leading this training. Uh, it's going to be Monday, March 28th from 6.30 to 9.30 at American Social, beautiful venue on Harbor Island. Um, and uh, the tickets are 150 bucks. It includes the training, the materials, dinner, uh, and a cash bar uh, again brought to you by bullhorn communications uh uh frontline patriots and community patriots and again more details on that or if you want to buy tickets go to community-patriots.com uh, now let's go ahead to our senior foreign correspondent on the ukraine update anibal david cabrera let me get my international look up real quick. Okay, lights are on. We're good to go. Can I get a camera? Am I going to get a camera? I don't know if I'm going to get a camera. Hey, you got a camera. Now entering the week four of Ukraine crisis, we have uh, updates of what's happening. <laughs> trying to be so serious. When the flag hit, I lost it. <laughs> the flag hit. I'm ready. Serious topic. Um, we are now getting new reports from multiple sources. That serious topic, he says, is he has Christmas lights on his microphone. You know, you got to make it a little festive every once in a while. <laughs> People are dying. This okay. is what you would call dark humor. <laughs> This yes. is what soldiers do. We have to premise it right now. They the put bottom. up Christmas lights in their tank and shit just to like <laughs> kind of lighten the mood. No, seriously. Mm -hmm. I mean, why would you not? Talking about tanks, the Russian Federation has officially lost 474 tanks, uh, 14,000 personnel, 96 aircrafts, 118 helicopters, and 1,487 armed vehicles. The media is starting to say that there is somewhat of a stalemate occurring uh, on, the, on the borders of the uh, Russian and Ukrainian. Um, lines. Uh, Kiev has yet to be uh, surrounded, so that's doing very good. Maripol is still on, is still fighting, even though there are reports that almost 90% of every building in the city has been damaged in some form, but yet there are about 300,000 people still living in the city and are waiting to be evacuated. Um, Odessa, the last remaining heavy, uh, big port in Ukraine, has still hold, is still a holdout and has yet to get surrounded as well. So we're now entering into week four. I still say we get some kind of peace agreement um, some not peace agreement, but just a ceasefire before the end of the month of March. I would love for that to happen. I don't see it pushed back any farther than maybe end of March, 
somewhere in April. I just I don't see how it could go any further than that. It can it could always go longer. That's well, that's not a th that, hearing, that can easily happen. You're hearing the horror stories out of Russia where Putin is uh, really taking this out on his top brass. I mean, he's arresting a lot of his top military officers. He's uh, I'm sure getting rid of some of them um uh you know in in this whole process uh i'm wondering if we're at that point where he's starting to wonder if some of these guys may be working against him um in some ways uh has, has any top military or civilian brass from russia suicided themselves there have been five generals of high rank that have been you know killed what I'm talking about? this yeah. uh at the field of duty and none of them have been suicided in the Kremlin. I believe they're all, there's like three or four no on house no, arrest. No massive heart attacks? No. Okay, so some people are on house arrest. Yeah, a few of them are on house arrest, but we they've lost five um, five-star yeah, generals combat. On, in combat. Yeah, you know, it's we only lost to, one in, uh, on, in, 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 Afghanistan, in Afghanistan. I think there was a general that was killed, or was it Iraq? I think it was in Afghanistan. It was one of those fields of operation, yeah. but it was also from, the yeah. way they explained it, it was from like someone that was from the interior that was supposed yes, to be vetted. I think it was, and yeah. he, It was an insider yes, job. Yes, it was yeah. an inside job. Yeah, it wasn't a general on the battlefield. Yeah, it's, it's just odd to hear about those general officers being killed on the battlefield. It makes me wonder, are they, are they that forward with their forces because i mean to some degree you could say okay well they're leading from the front I right mean, if they're that close to, to the action but on the other hand that also kind of it just seems odd to me um that it, or the battlefield is is so crazy like there is so, no front lines so one of the generals you know. was killed when he made a when he made a call from his personal cell phone to his relatives okay, in, that's in different. yeah and that he got yeah. got caught and that's then got different. blown up uh two others were killed by sniper fire uh while they were waiting in the convoys and mm -hmm. then one other one or, or the other two were blown up because of their um, vehicle had and they they made these comments had, had more antennas than all the other ones and uh, so yeah. they were okay. determined to be a yeah, mobile a command, command center vehicle. yes yep. and they got taken out as well yep. and then uh, there is uh, I think up to six ships now moving from the Russian uh, port mm -hmm. into Odessa to see if they can start doing bombings and they've already knocked out three of those ships so it's it's quite fascinating to see how. Um, how the Ukrainian army is working around the the issues at hand right now, and so it, it's it's quite fascinating. It's what was it something that you said earlier, and I want you to go in on this. That it's easy. It was logistics when it comes to the United States. You had what the no matter what field of operation you were at, you had like the best kind of food on Friday, something like that. Explain oh, that. I was because right now what we're seeing is that <laughs> the Russians can't even do a hundred miles away from their oh, their right. Ford um, borders without yeah. having issues with like food and gas. Whereas the United States, when they are in the field of operations, they have every the logistics is insane. Right. So there's there's what I was saying was is that we have what we call FOBs or Ford operating bases, and then out from that you have like COPS, uh, combat outposts, and regardless of the location. Um, obviously uh kind of the living conditions get worse the f further out you go and you're you're kind of in an austere environment certainly in afghanistan i don't know i mean i was in iraq where it's pretty urban for the most part but um unless you're really out like in the ambar province but i mean we had surf and turf on fridays oh uh steak wow. lobster I love that. and i don't know i'm serious that's what it's called we had midnight chow that's great in some of the dining facilities you might have remembered uh kbr Kellogg Brown and Root, 
It was, I think it was a sub subsidiary of Halliburton or maybe they were, maybe it's a completely different company, but huh. there was all this dust up over Dick Cheney being an investor right, right, and all right. that. Anyway, KBR was the big company that had the contract Okay. and they would run the dining facilities gotcha. and these dining facilities would, would rival anything that you had in the civilian world. So do you, so, so and, is that no longer a role for the military where they kind of work the it's kitchen? It's mostly so, outsourced. Yeah. So, oh, wow. so military cooks are going to be, who's going to help provide kind of like that the final mile, if you will, mm -hmm. of, of food service, they'll be like the final mile, they'll be on site or whatever. But but the bulk of, of the food delivery and service was done by KBR, at least in Iraq. And I'm serious, we would go on missions and be out all day. And our goal would be like, I mean, we're just people, right? You're just human beings. It'd yep. be like, hey, it's getting late. We don't want to start nothing. Like, <laughs> it's 11 o'clock. We're not taking no crazy routes. Yeah. We're not trying to get into nothing because mm -hmm. they close midnight. Because chow is starting right now, and they're going to close up in about an hour. We got to get back because I got to get me a mint chocolate chip milkshake, okay? <laughs> you know they got those milkshakes in there tonight. <laughs> but the point is, but the point, the point around that, though, is that in all seriousness, I mean, it, it, in some ways, it seemed odd to me that we had such great great supplies, right? It's like, wait a minute, how important is this war? Like if we're just sure. sitting like soldiers are gaining weight out here, like this is crazy. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah. So the, the point though, is that the American military has the ability to supply its, to supply the personnel almost in perpetuity. I mean, we supplied uh, personnel over, over a hundred thousand soldiers. We supplied them for 20 years. Mm-hmm without missing a beat. Things only got more, things only got better. You know, my first deployment, there was no air conditioning, there were no toilets, there was no taking a shower, everything. It was very austere environment. When I went back in 2007, the local Iraqis had satellite TVs, they had internet cafes, smoothie bars, I mean, and all of that was due to the American presence and our logistical capabilities to support not only ourselves, but the locals. So it's just when that's what you have, you can not only feed your soldiers for a long period of time, but you can keep morale up. Cause I'm gonna tell you what, a hot shower and a hot meal we'll is, a, a is, is a morale boost for we'll troops. A long way. And when you go a long time without those supplies, and especially if you start thinking that it's not coming. Mm -hmm. Okay, now if you think water isn't showing up, you have to change your whole plans now it's like okay we were gonna conduct this operation but what happens if i literally run out of fuel and i'm stuck inside of enemy territory well now we're seeing okay that. yeah so now you're you're having to conduct your planning process differently because if you're a russian leader trying to develop plans before you execute on that you need to know that you're going to be able to make it to completion yeah that 40 that 40 a 20 or 40 mile caravan outside of kiev with the russians before they disbanded it i think they were saying that almost 70 percent of it was because it ran out of gas like that's the reason why it stopped and yeah. then they couldn't feed their people and that's why they were they didn't have drivers to drive anymore well consider this consider this when people say things like like when people talk about oh they have one hundred fifty thousand troops you know invading what i think of is okay mm -hmm. okay so you're telling me that they have to supply 150,000 gallons of water every day. And that's 150,000 meals ready to eat, some kind of military ration, which are typ typically high 
calorie content meals. So one a day is enough to keep a soldier going. They're not going to be happy, but they'll survive. So you got to produce 150,000 meals and 150,000 gallons of water every day that you have those soldiers. And I don't think anyone on the Russian side was expecting that. From what we've been told so far, the Russians were expecting them to be welcomed in Kiev. They were expected to be welcomed when they crossed the border into into Ukraine and that the that the people would uh, would recognize them as liberators and celebrate their entry. And again, I don't think they planned any of the logistics that we're seeing now the 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 drop of of people just begging for food. When you have Russian soldiers begging for food when they're the invaders, that's insane. That's yeah, absolutely I wonder, insane. I wonder how much of that is like them really starving and it's just like, look, they're Russians, okay? Their 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 moral compass is is going to be different. Yeah, than but the they're United they're eighteen year old Russians. Right. And yeah, even worse. So they're gonna they're invading a country. So they're going to rape and pillage their way through that country. If they're to, I don't again, I, I, I'm just I understand say, what I'm you're just saying. saying I'm just saying them saying. stealing from a local store cigarettes cokes and snacks is not necessarily an indicator that they're starving it's that it's there for them to take from because the, they're, they're what you're watching invaders from what you're seeing from the russians that are being taken or that are being captured and that are surrendering to the ukrainian forces is that one they were not expecting to do they weren't expecting to fight because they were being told they were coming for training and they said they were being lied to and because they yeah. don't have access to what's happening around the world if you just got what's captured happening. if you just got captured you might you might uh, your 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 statements to your captors would probably oh, not be. Oh, different. I've been training up for this for the completely last six months, different. and I'm super no, stoked to be I here. I also I agree and, with that. I mean, like, but what so, we're seeing now is that you know, the capacity don't trust what a POW the capacity says. of what the Russians were were everyone was afraid of has not materialized. And if we want to make sure that the Russians don't do this to other countries, we have to make sure. I say this with a, a grain of salt, and not to sound like a hawk, a, a war hawk. But I do feel that we should be giving the Ukrainians as much as much support as possible, and probably and I, we were kind of talking about this at the beginning or right before we started taping was that I don't like the idea of having American troops on the ground to figure this out, but this has to be resolved fairly quickly. And the reason why I say fairly quickly is because planting season for the northern hemisphere is starting next month. And when you have the number one and number five wheat producers of the world fighting, and no wheat is going out to the rest of the world, this is gonna cause humanitarian humanitarian issues on a level that we have not seen since the 50s and 60s. That might draw people in. Well, I don't know if it draws people in. I think I mean, it'll it might cause, draw those countries in. It'll cause more of an issue because now what we're having is that phosphate and fertilizer is not being produced. So now American farmers are not going to be not going to be producing as much food. I, I wouldn't. I know. I know everybody's excited about Ukraine's defense and them. They seem to have a really good fighting spirit and they want to be free. And and I hope they defeat the the communist Russians. But uh, we need to have a sober view of this. If if the Russians want to win bad enough. They, they will conquer Ukraine if they want to bad enough. Now, just because you can conquer a country doesn't mean that they can necessarily institute a puppet government and succeed at it. Uh, they very well may, may conquer, conquer the country, but if your opponent, if, you're, if, you're, if the country you're conquering, if those people don't agree that they're conquered, then they're not conquered. And if they start an insurgency, which is probably building right now, out of out of necessity if they if they build an insurgency and they start getting some supplies into those insurgents and they continue an insur insurgent activities 
piecemeal destruction of supply lines and snipers taking out leaders and things like that, it's going to become a situation where the Russians will probably get tired of it. And right now, based on the numbers you gave of tanks destroyed, that's like 10, that's like 10% of the tanks that they have in inventory. Now, granted, it's probably some of their crappier tanks, but nonetheless, a military losing 10% of its, of its armored force can't exactly replace that quickly. This is not World War II communist Russia where they got tanks rolling off the assembly line. So, and no one's going to help them redo their military like we were in World War II because we were, you know, allies. So I I don't, I don't see this as being a, 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 I don't see the near future as being very positive for anybody involved. Correct. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for watching and listening to the Yard Sign, the most important and relevant podcast in politics. Now, as you know, we've been experimenting with Clubhouse and we are streaming live currently on clubhouse you can follow me johnny torres um you can uh, find me pretty easily on there or look for the yard sign as uh, uh that is the name of the room that we have open right now we're gonna go ahead and try to go to it uh, hector's hanging out in our clubhouse room are you there yeah you hear me there we go you sound great um so so we've been trying to get you on for the past few weeks because i know this is a topic that you're watching very closely and a topic you care about deeply and so go ahead and give us kind of your perspective as to where things are right now uh it's uh it's just becoming you know they're basically using world war ii tactics in the 21st century these russians i mean as i said there i put in a comment in there just now uh about mariupol they're turning it into the surface of the moon you know, that's the kind of thing that you would see, you know, with Stalingrad, Leningrad in World War II, you know, Leningrad, the, the 900-day siege. And then another comment I put in there, and I'm surprised no one in the media has addressed this as far as the Russians are concerned. Is it probable, if not possible, that a lot of these Russian troops are basically operating drunk because... We all know that in Russia, alcoholism is to the point where uh, it depresses the life expectancy of Russian males. So who knows if they're making, you know, uh, campsite hooch, uh, these tank crews making their own booze in, in the crew compartment of the turret of the tank or the fighting, the armored fighting vehicle, what have you. Um so I'm, so, but I'm, I'm thinking that's that's another issue with the Russians that they're just, you know, they're going to allow their guys to, you know, drink and you know when you get, that's the reason why we in the United States military we don't when we're on operation we don't allow our guy our guys and gals to drink while in theater. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it, it, Hector. Because of discipline and yeah. I mean, by all accounts, I mean, looking at the numbers here, I mean, this is looking really bad for Russia. I mean, it's not going to be much longer before, I mean, they either have to, you know, run home with their tails under their legs um, or, you know, basically try to, you know, uh, to bluff again to see if they can kind of get some renewed respect here. Um, But by all accounts, I mean, the Ukrainian people have been putting up a hell of a fight. Zelensky doesn't seem all that worried about going out in public. He's been visiting hospitals. He's been visiting, um, you know, places where a lot of the victims are staying. Um, And, and he's, he's certainly portraying, you know, the, the appearance at least of, of being kind of the victor so far in the way, and, and, and having taken the high road in all of this, uh, I mean, how, how much longer do you give them? The, the, there is still a wild card. Nebel's been saying it. 
I support it. A lot of people aren't going to support this wild card. But who's to say that Putin is not a, not going to try to use a tactical nuclear weapon in this case? Because you mm-hmm. got to understand one thing about a, about the Russian mentality. Those people don't like to lose. Okay? Yeah, right. Losing is something that is anathema to their existence. Who is to say that Vladimir Putin is not going to try to, let's say, nuke, uh, nuke Kiev or nuke Odessa or nuke any other any other, other uh, major centers of Ukrainian resistance? Yeah, but you I know, mean, given the weakness we, that yeah, we, given, given the weakness that they've shown already, if he were to try to pull a card like that, I mean, that basically means it's open season on Russia. Yeah, but it allows yeah, every country to jump in. The first I, thing you just said was weakness in Russia. That's something that cannot be that dealt does with. It, no, I, I, I no, think. they don't. They don't roll that way. <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead. No, go. and that's why I agree with you. I think, there, again, we talked about this already. There are three options. Either Ukraine wins, Russia wins, or there's a or there's a mushroom cloud. And the only way, the fact that, and I think Russia is trying to figure out a way to win without losing face. And that's either surrounding Kiev, that they, which they can't do, or decimating Mariupol and showing that they can't do that. But when you have people in the Russian media already starting to bulk at the leadership and you're having generals put into isolation, I think things are really starting to fall apart in, in the Kremlin. No. And again, it's just a matter of time when a general takes out Putin. I think that might be one of the few ex- exit ramps on this situation. Hector, if I was if I was a Ukrainian in Kiev and I saw yeah. and I started noticing and getting reports of all of the Russians just packing up and leaving and and yeah. and, and conducting a what we'll call a retrograde operation. I would I would I would hightail it out of there because I wouldn't think I yeah, wouldn't I would. think they were retreating. I would think it was yeah. what you said. I would think that they were backing yeah. up and getting ready to maybe use some of their yeah. much larger munitions. I mean, they have they have things um, they, they have they have some stuff kind of like what we do, like these Moab type bombs. They, they have things mm-hmm. that are non nuclear, but but they but they could use it. They could use a tactical nuke. I mean, something that. That you know uh, is used by an art. I don't. I don't know. I mean, there's other people out there. They're smart. Yeah, but that, that they have, but but some of these things are fired by artillery pieces. Yeah. I mean, they're not. But they're not ask, as big as you think. They're tactical. Question. But let me ask this question. We knew, and for some odd reason, we have. There's definitely a mold in the Kremlin. We knew to the day when the Russians were going to invade. We knew yeah, to sure. the day when they were going to start bombing. So, like, do you think they wouldn't be able to find that information out before he did I it? Think, I think our intelligence sources would probably be aware, but but tactical nukes are something that can be as small as an artillery shell. And so mm-hmm. it can be fired from a, a you know an artillery piece. That's why it's called tactical. It's a small in its blast radius. It's smaller. It's more contained. Um, but it's devastating in its mm-hmm. effect, right? Um, and of course, there's, yeah, a, there's a psychological aspect there too. Uh, essentially, it's it's a, it's it's a it's nuclear. So now you have an MBC environment. So now you have a nuclear, biological, chemical type protected. Yeah, but if they're already doing this that, poorly, and it, you, don't you think that if they escalate the situation, that they're basically inviting all the other foreign yeah, powers who, to come in but who's to the got equation? The and yeah, but look, the reason why, but the reason why Putin invaded was because he wasn't afraid of Europe or the United States. He thought So what you, what's going to make us do something now? We're not going what, to We have completely stopped what he thought we were going to do. He never what? thought Germany was going to engage with, with NATO. How are they he, how, 
How is mean? Germany engaging with Ukraine? You said in NATO, they're in NATO. How are they engaging with Ukraine? You know that Germany Sending has a couple things here and there. Germany they, has. Well, they're net. giving them. Yeah, they're giving them supplies. And Germany and canceled the the Nord Stream pipelines from Russia. So okay. right there, so so Russia was under the impression that he could break the back you don't, of you don't NATO, think, you which don't was think having Germany and France go I, against each I other. Think and I, then what we did as a nation and as a world is we basically dropped a nuclear bomb on the financial system of Russia yeah, when it I, came to them completely but being the removed from the system. But I think, you got to understand, you got to understand the, the mentality of Vladimir Putin. This is a guy who doesn't really see things obviously through a moral point of view or even economic or a financial point of view. His thing is history, legacy. The man wants to be another Peter the Great. Oh, the man wants to Peter. be yeah. another Joseph. <laughs> yeah, and, another and Joseph Stalin. I don't think another he, Vladimir he did not he wants expect to be the guy that 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 that, that reunites the Russian Correct. the Russian Empire some hell of higher water. To to Hector to Hector's point, to Hector's point. I think it's a very Western way of thinking when we say, okay, if you keep it up, we're not going to trade in your stock market. Okay, if you keep it up, we're not going to buy oil from you. We're going to cancel our financial contracts. Don't you think that the Russians considered all that? You if, don't think if that they Putin did, knew cons- if they considered before all that, he they, went into If they considered all that, they wouldn't have had. No, they didn't. If they would have done all that, then they mm. wouldn't have what was it? I think it was like $17 trillion in, uh, not trillion, uh, it was $500 billion in offshore accounts, which they no longer get to yeah, because they were not expecting this mm-hmm. kind of financial breakdown yeah. when it comes to them. The Russians were not expecting it, the financial hit. It's to the point right now in Russia, it's, it's to the point right now in Russia where they're, they, they, you've got old people fighting for uh, bags of sugar in, in, in supermarkets. Mm-hmm. They're, they're running. It's looking like the Soviet Union in the mid to late '80s right now, as far as their economy is concerned. But Vladimir Putin doesn't think about that. He thinks about his legacy, how he will be seen in Russian history. He wants to be on that level of Rurik, who was the won't. founder of the. Did Russian you see? State. Did you see the? Did to Hector's point? Did you see the the rally that he did at the stadium? Mm-hmm. With all the flags and all of the p- paid or forced uh, attendees, they were government that? employees. The, yeah, the, the they were government employees. Thousand yeah. people in Moscow cheering this guy on. Yeah, the news yeah. reports say that this looks like a Hunger Games situation. Honestly, it looked like a a, a rally from the Hunger Games. I think we. I don't think Russia. I don't think Putin expected. I mean, he us used to be words four like weeks. cleansing. He yeah. used words like cleansing. But also, and I don't know if that's an Eastern European thing. Like, do people know what cleansing? means or sounds like it means four months ago putin was talking about how ukraine was the cradle of birth of the communist party that they need to be brought back in and that they are a jewel of the russian federation and now he's talking about cleansing the entire country itself again yeah he was trying to blame zelensky for being the one that was acting like hitler and and committing genocide is a is a a nazi didn't you know he's a jewish nazi of a jew yeah jewish nazi all right uh thank you uh (laughs) hector he's gonna he's gonna hang out with us in uh clubhouse and you can too if you want to look us up on clubhouse follow me johnny torres or search for the yard sign we've got a room open now broadcasting live there uh again hector can hang on as we jump into our following topics justice clarence thomas uh uh, has a, a bit of a health care uh, sounds a little COVID ish, uh, but they are saying that so far it's uh, more like flu like symptoms. Uh, so I don't know what the difference could be there, but 
uh, so far the reports are positive. Uh, he has been uh, working, I think, from the hospital or from home um, and attending uh, some of these meetings and hearings virtually. And so obviously things uh, for now seem to be uh, looking on the positive side of things. Um, but, you know, how nervous do you think this makes Republicans, especially given that A, Biden's in office and B, we're currently underway with the nomination to replace another justice? Well, I, I think I think the media is just jumping on this and making a mountain out of a molehill because remember when Ruth Bader Ginsburg was sick? Well, for their so mouth long? starts to water. You yeah, know I mean? yeah. <laughs> remember how like no matter how sick she got, like the thir- and look, we don't. It's not like we're dancing on people's graves here. We don't want people to get sick. But yeah. no matter how old and how ill she got, which was obvious to everybody. They were showing pictures of her in the gym, mm-hmm. and the reports were always like, oh, she's fine. Um, she's reading and writing opinions from her hospital bed. <laughs> Remember, you know, they were like, always, oh, she could do 100 push-ups. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and I mean, look, that's wonderful, right? Like, if that's true, I mean, that's great. And, and from all accounts, she was a very healthy woman up until the end of her life, which is the way it works for everybody generally. Yeah. But um but uh, but yeah, the media was covering for her until basically like she was dead. Like it became public record. Like okay, yeah, she right. died. I mean, like now yeah. you have to. Now <laughs> you can't you can't hide it anymore. Now you have to talk about it. But with Clarence Thomas, yeah, they're just salivating at the bit. I mean, they're just waiting because this would be such a huge deal. Well, and, and he's so hated by the left because yeah, he doesn't a, he's African-American, right? Yep. And B, he's conservative. Not allowed. And, and his wife has also been a very uh, hugely formative political figure, uh, which she they've to tried a, to- went to a Trump rally. Well, and they've tried to make her a very controversial yeah. figure, yeah. Um, you know, and saying that she's somehow been pulling strings, you know, in the Supreme Court all these years. Let, and, me, let me ask this question, Johnny mm-hmm. and, and Joe. Do you think- Democrats were upset because he was black or because he was a Republican when it came to the Supreme Court nomination? Because he's a black, because he's a black conservative. Okay, you think it's it's black conservative, not they, they, conservative they expect, black. No, no, no. They expect Correct. a Republican. No, they expect a Republican to nominate a Republican-ish a Republican. or a conservative justice. Okay. That's never was the Democrats' issue. That was expected. Their issue was that there was a black conservative because it defeats their narrative. Yeah. Correct. Don't get me wrong. The moment I saw the first dots of the headline from CNN, I took a breath because I was like, yeah. we can't lose this. Well, you right know, now. it was the same thing yeah. kind of with Amy Comey Barrett, right? Yeah. You know, it's like they, you know, because they try to consistently they push the narrative yeah. that Republicans hate women, that yeah. Republicans, you know, yeah. um, you know, uh, push down women, you know, into yep. these traditional roles, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. And, 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 oh, they'll never, they would never nominate a woman yeah. to the Supreme they hate Court. Her. They hate her because she's <laughs> you know, a it's like, woman, oh, yeah. uh, well, here. And, and, and she has how many kids? Like five kids right or something yeah once you go a woman that basically has done it all like she's doing it all and in today's society once you go over like this is how liberals i think view families it's like when you have two kids it's like all right could be republican could be democrat you got three kids high likelihood that that's a republican (laughs) right right you got four kids that's definitely a conservative ultra conservative you got five oh damn it they're homeschoolers (laughs) you know dang it you might as well be the duggars you know you know it's like it's like when you know when (laughs) they find out when they find out you got five kids and you're catholic the whole pro-life thing they know that they have no hope with you right so when do you start being seen as a mormon 
Is it like after eight kids, nine kids? What? That's six plus. That's six. Okay. I just want to make sure there's a line. Six plus. Well, well, with them, all you have to do is say, where were you between the ages of 18 and 20? <laughs> it's not the United States. If Yeah. If you say, well, I was actually in Kiev, Ukraine. They're like, why were you in Kiev, Ukraine? Uh, by the way, uh, really quickly, because I did forget to mention while we were talking about the Ukraine, but a shout out to Alex Biznar. Uh, Alex oh, is yeah. actually one of our local young Republicans here from Tampa Bay. Um, he was very active some years ago. Uh, just, you know, life, uh, you know, his life. And he kind of went and focused on his career. He's but from he, Moldova. Yeah, he actually uh, has left the United States and he's currently over there in, wow. Which in borders the Ukraine. Ukraine. Yeah, yeah, Moldova. and uh, and so one of the things I'm going to work on is to see if we can sort of line up some sort of interview. That'd be awesome. Um, That'd be cool. You know, uh, he is actively posting on his social media. Yeah, I've seen it. Um, you know, he recently showed this awesome picture of a couple twelve year olds uh, volunteering in a tent. Um, you know, penning out supplies and things like that. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty remarkable when you, when all of a sudden you're like one degree separated, you yeah. know, from, from what's happening over there. And, and again, you know, someone who, uh, loves his home country as much as he loves the United States. And he felt motivated enough, drawn enough, uh, to, to go over there and see for himself what's going on and, and to see how he could help. I don't think anyone's talking about the foreign legion that has basically been created to fight with Ukrainians on the front lines. And there's been, there haven't been many comments about it because I think it's still very hush-hush at the moment, but they're putting themselves into units if they speak the language, they're building their own divisions if they have the numbers. So it's fascinating to see what they're doing. And because they're usually special trained because they're coming from the United States sometimes, um, they're putting them in their own special um, situations where they're able to go out into the front lines as a, a cohesive unit. So there's I, also some fascinating to see there's what's also some negative reports that are coming out where people are, are, are posting and saying, don't come out here. And one, one that I saw today was laughable actually, because it was like this 19 year old British kid and he was on like the B, the British version of good morning Britain or whatever. Right. Instead of good morning America. And, um, this kid's like, yeah, you know, I just, I really wanted to go over there and, and I wanted to put a, you know, a, a smile on, on some people's faces. And I'm like, bro, you went to a war zone to put a <laughs> smile on people's faces. Okay. Yeah. Your liberal school that you grew up in has done you a disservice. You're about to learn the way the rest of the world operates. Okay. And so he went over there and of course had no equipment, mm -hmm. no training, uh, doesn't know anything, doesn't know how to fire a weapon. Cause you're not allowed to have weapons in great Britain, you know, not, not doesn't have any, any kit nothing he goes over there thinking he's going to be a volunteer he gets conscripted he's like yeah and then you know when i signed the contract for the military i'm like bro you signed a contract to join like the ukrainian like mm -hmm. international military or whatever it is you know and it's like what did you think you were getting into and he's right. talking about the environment oh it's it's terrible they have nothing it's like bro you went to a war zone yes it's, <laughs> it, is, no, exactly. it is it is week four of a war Yes, it's an austere environment. No, they don't have Wi-Fi right now where you're going, and and they're going to give you a weapon and send you to the front. But what Elon did you Musk think said you so. were doing, right? Well, yeah. Elon Musk is actually providing more internet than than people would have thought. No, I know. But, I'm, I'm but, just but that kid, I don't. I didn't care what he just... said because he was he was just a young liberal kid who yeah. who was idealistic and he realized how the world worked. He came home a conservative probably. Yeah. But but um but then but, there was this there was this veteran um. I think I, I think is a in the army. He came he he came back and said like listen, 
Um, once you go in, if you don't have a vehicle, you're probably going to be stuck. If you, if they know that you are a soldier and you have kit with you, they're not, they're going to take it from you. They're not going to let you leave. Like they won't let you leave the country. Now, what I think was happening with that is, is that that guy was getting caught up in probably what is a national strategy amongst the way the country's treating men, which is if you are a man, you are not leaving. Under the right. age of 40. Right. Yeah. Like, like if you are a man, you are not leaving the country you are staying to fight for your country right and you can't knock that right like you can't knock that hey women children and old people you can you can pass by everybody else if you're a young man you're staying at the moment we're at i think 10 almost at 10 percent of the of the 40 million ukrainians have been displaced this brings up a good point though this brings up a good point you know why you know why those americans and canadians and brits and whatnot that are going there are having a problem because they don't have the backing of the logistical support that they are used to having Mm -hmm. from their countries and their country's military. Right. If you're going to Ukraine and you have, I mean, I don't know, maybe if you have a bunch of money in the bank, you can barter and buy your way through stuff. Right. But whatever you show up with is what you're going to have. And, 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 People are getting over there and saying they don't. Ha- they didn't have any weapons for us. They didn't have any equipment. What do you think? <laughs> right, they, you exactly. Know, what What did you think they were going to have? Well, and it goes to show you how disconnected we are here from the, the reality the of of the rest of the world. Of course, the problem um, is is that you probably can't travel. I mean, how are you going to get to Ukraine with your AR you and, and all fly. your kit? So Poland. Oh, yeah. I mean, you Poland can do that in the United States, you. but how are you? You, you got to. What do you do? Go to Atlanta to Poland? Go to Atlanta to Warsaw or something? I guess. So I, I think it's, how do you uh, fly I, in there with your kit and your weapon you're allowed to get into there are visas being created to allow people to get into the into the country into Poland, that, okay and they're flying into into you Poland can fly in there with your parts. weapons and I'm, everything from what i'm being told that you're still allowed there are special visas being created but you see what i'm saying if young men are like hey let's go and maybe they bring some kit with them maybe they bring whatever they've got they pack they pack a a, a bag and they roll out they show up and they get sent to the front and it's like hey grab a weapon off the next dead guy you see yep i mean that that's the reality right. of that, war. That, that, that's the reality. That that's the reality of the situation. Yeah. And I think they, we're, Westerners are showing up like, well, wait a minute. Where's the DFAC defense finance? <laughs> right. uh, uh, where's the uh, where's the mess hall? I mean, right, uh, right. You know, where's uh, oh, there's no midnight chow here. Uh, when we were in Iraq, uh, we had a little rippet energy drinks, and <laughs> and I could stick up chocolate milk in my cargo pocket and roll out. You know, like no, nah, bro, you ain't got none of that. You don't have any of that. All right, real quick, because uh, we, we, we went off tangent there. Uh, back to the Ukraine topic, but I know Hector wanted to chime in quick on the uh, Clarence Thomas thing. Go ahead. Hey, uh, yeah, just wanted to say, when you guys are touching on RBG, what, what that... The Notorious. Notorious RBG, yeah. Notorious. Uh, what that expressed what that, is that the DNC, the you know the Democratic Party just is just furiously hung, hanging on to this idea of gerontocratic government. Ooh. Joe Biden's about to hit his 80s. Nancy Pelosi is 82 years old. How old was RPG when she died? She was hell in her 90s. So, you know, that's something that has to be noted here that the, the that the Democrats are just turning to folks from the last century, yet. In the Republican Party, we've got folks like Ron DeSantis, uh, you know, Madison Cawthorn. Um, Hector, I got news for you, buddy. Old people don't yeah. know they're old. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that is. Old people don't know they're old. Nancy Pelosi doesn't think she's 83 years old or whatever she is. She doesn't, or she knows it, but she doesn't think there's anything wrong with that. She doesn't think there's anything odd. I mean, you got to think about the way these people believe. They're statists. Mind you, her last. They they think that, of course, they're in charge. Have you seen the last couple speeches she's given? Dude, she can't talk. She's about like Biden. Yeah. Well, it's not her fault. She has dentures. That's not her fault. She's just dentures. That's just physiology, you know, whatever, yeah. aging process. And a hairpiece. But the problem is, is oh, yeah, that, but, that but the problem is, is that you're in politics, right? And part of politics mm-hmm. is your image, whether you like that yeah. or not. Right. And so when your image is a lot of what people think about you and you're getting older like that, like go, you got to get to the dentist. You, you got to fix that problem. It's like Biden, you know, Biden's thin. He looks good in a suit because he's he's, right. he's a fit guy, but he can't walk very well, oh, and yeah, so people walk. notice that. Mm-hmm. So all I think what you're getting at, Hector, is that you know these people that are running our country, they're very old. They don't understand crypto. They don't understand the internet. They don't understand Facebook. Remember that when Mark yeah. Zuckerberg went and they're yeah. like, how do, you, how do you make money? Right. And he's like, we run ads. And they're like, yeah, but how do you make money? I mean, these people don't understand how a lot of our world actually works yeah right exactly so, well, but, it goes, but they goes don't back to the that george, as a bad thing well it they goes back to the george hw bush thing where he didn't know the price of a gallon of milk oh yeah you know what i mean right, that's right. where again so these yeah. people are so ingrained in yeah. the dc culture in the beltway culture that they don't know what the rest of the world is really like yeah, yeah. but i mean yeah. I, we all could probably answer the question of like how much is a gallon of gas but cost, i would but have to ask who, my wife yeah i would have to ask lauren also like i have no idea how much milk. i don't really drink milk and then she doesn't like milk either because it's not Oh, milk by the certain kind of animal. Of milk wasn't the topic. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I will say, okay, going back to the topic, Ruth, our notorious RBG, uh, was eighty-seven years old when she died. At the moment, hell, almost ninety. Oh, okay, hell, almost ninety. However, right now, I think Clarence Thomas is uh, at 73. So, I mean, he has a few more years. If you really wanted to stay on the bench, you could stay on the bench for a lot longer. He needs to lose some weight. I think if he's he a little heavy set. Yeah, I would like for him to. But lose But he's a, a he's a Republican, weight. so that's not going to happen. All right, so Hector. So, gonna what's, get, the, so uh, what's the current? So what's the current? Ba- what's the current da- uh, ideological balance right now in the Supreme Court? Five to four conservatives are still. Six no, it's like a six. six it's six to three, six but not to, really. It's six to six to three, but yeah, not really. Because really. of it's Roberts. Because so Roberts. It's five four. It's five four because so of Roberts. Clarence, yeah. So, so let's say if Clarence Thomas. You know, retires or you know, God forbid, it's not four four. Past. I mean, he's, it's four. It's he's it's, not going to retire, and he's not going to retire it until become, this is a it becomes five four, which is really like a a, a toss up. If Trump if, wins, yeah, he will retire. Yeah, I was going to say if this health scare is a real issue, you'll see him retire. If it's nothing, if it's just like a flu thing, or oh no, whatever, he'll he'll be fine, and and he you know he'll be around probably if for this another health thing, 10, 15 no, years. No, if this health thing is a real deal. He will he will do his best, and the doctors will do his best to make sure he stays alive until after midterms. Because oh, you, well, yeah. or certainly until the next Republican president. Well, no, if it's after midterms, but, I don't uh, think it's that serious. Where is, no, 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 you terminal. can't get he, this Biden kinda, cannot get someone. If we were a Senate, a, a Republican Senate, Biden could never get anyone into the into the. This Supreme is kind of morbid, but can you imagine somebody like? you know, uh, being in almost like a vegetative state from like, say a stroke or something and, and, and it being close to election time and like spouses being like Reagan, you know, oh, like, yeah. like we've had this situation having, before though, having, having to have that real thought process. Like, right. I could, look, and Evil you know, touched on something that I wanted to ask you guys. 
So let's <laughs> so let's say that you know what uh, what an evil predict plays out that the Republicans sweep Congress in 2022. They're going. Do you to. think there's a chance that? Do you think there's a chance that Biden gets impeached for anything and everything? I hope he doesn't. No. I hope no. he does not. No. I believe they will, though. They will do their no. best to get him impeached. No, no they won't. we don't have. We we don't. Um, Republicans aren't willing to fight that hard. No, they're so not willing to fight. That's like not that. what they're saying. No, they're not. That's they're not, not going to impeach saying. him. If they, if if anything, they may. If he continues to deteriorate at the rate he's going, they may try to invoke the twenty fifth, uh, given his mental health. But yeah. I don't see them trying to impeach him for some nonsensical reason like they did with Trump. Trump not even not even like the pull out in Afghanistan. No. no, 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 no. It's not impeachable. Trump almost slipped on a on a walkway at a Trump. at a at a speech or at and a rally. T- and they were talking and they were talking about No, he didn't even slip. He was just being he caught careful. Himself. He, caught he was himself. just being super oh, careful. My. Was that here in Tampa? No. No, is that like the military academy or where yeah. one of his okay. speeches? Yeah, that um, was uh, uh, West Point. Okay. No, um, no, he. The Republicans won't try to impeach him because number one, they shouldn't. Okay, just like the Democrats shouldn't have tried to impeach Trump. And number two, because the Republicans aren't willing to fight like that. I don't I wish disagree. They would fight harder, but they're not willing to fight. I like don't that. disagree. But the Republicans are mighty stupid when they when they not going to happen when either. they when they get power and they get when they get back into the to the House, uh, taking control of the House and the Senate. You're right. They're going to do something stupid. You're right, barring some major event. That would give them that opening. Oh well, yeah. Oh, you yeah, know, some major, different. some major. Hunter's laptop's not going to do it. No, 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 no. no, no, no. no All no, right, no, no. so let's we go ahead and jump into uh, tonight's final topic. Thank you, everybody, for watching and listening to the Yard Sign, the most important, relevant podcast in politics. Uh, David Anibal Cabrera, uh, I got it backwards there, but that's all right. Oh, Joe so Wicker my, joining my us tonight, name. and uh, <laughs> uh, and again, we appreciate those hanging out with us in Clubhouse. Uh, we are streaming live on Clubhouse as well, and you can jump in to the conversation as you'd like. Go ahead and raise your hand if you'd uh, like to jump in on the conversation. Uh, and uh, we'll bring you into the show just like you would call into a radio show. Um, we again want to thank the Community Patriots, our uh, new sponsor, uh, supporting the program. And uh, they're again uh, just an amazing group of people looking out there to make a positive change in the upcoming elections at every level of government. Uh, for more information on the organization, go to Community Patriots. The, com, I'm sorry, Community-Patriots.com. That's Community-Patriots.com. They have an upcoming media training event okay so if you are an activist and you would like to be trained on how to talk to the television uh news radio print outlets okay uh this is your opportunity to join uh, our uh one of our favorite pr experts travis horn who's hosting this uh, media training boot camp monday march 28th 6 30 to 9 30 at american social on harbor island uh again go to community-patriots.com for tickets it includes the training materials dinner and cash bar uh and again it's brought to you by the frontline patriots community patriots bullhorn communications and the yard sign that's so, nice wow. that's nice that's nice that's so nice that's so fancy good oh job goodness. so shout out to our buddy travis horn there oh hold on we've been having issues with this mic uh there oh, it's oh, because yeah. they don't want to hear you yeah yeah no i understand <laughs> <laughs> it can't, it can't be mad at you all I right can. i'll be mad at him back Are to we gonna you do teachers real quick 
Yeah, so back to, uh, you know, the state of Florida here and uh, kind of one of the biggest developments coming out of this year's session as they kind of start to kind of uh, let the ink dry on everything coming out of session this year was an $800 million uh, approval by Governor Ron DeSantis for teachers raises. Uh, again, kind of the nuance here being that it's mostly going towards new teacher raises and, or new teacher salaries, uh, which is great uh, because obviously there's been a struggle statewide on recruiting teachers um, but the other caveat has been that there's also been a huge problem in retaining teachers we're gonna have um, that problem now and well it, and it's true i mean we we hear it from the people around us you know you have teachers coming in brand new fresh out of school making more money even than some of the administrators do um mm, and and, and nope, so maybe this is a dumb question but if that's the case why wouldn't you just quit and get rehired that's a great nug. That's a great. That's a great question. If that's really happening, okay, resign and, and then turn around and get right? rehired. Yeah, right. Because I don't. I I under here. My issue with all this stuff around education and government is that the complaining never stops. And it will never. Well, there's all never enough money. All we've ever either. heard is, oh, we need more money, more money, more money, more money. And every year, almost, not every, because during, after the economic crisis, Rick Scott had to do some things or whatever to tighten up the budget. But, but almost every year, the Florida legislature increases the budget to education. And every year, the unions are up there complaining, saying that there's not enough money. Now, of course, the unions make money by teachers making more money right and i mean I'm, I'm i'm cool with teachers making more money obviously because they it's not it's not paying that well the well. dues are the dues are but, a flat fee but then but they could the teacher can handle more though so they can raise the dues i mean there's still an economic, there's, the dues, there's yeah. still an economic effect even if it's only a dollar or two dollars right. you gotta remember when you got a million members mind you a dollar a month is a million the florida teachers more. union is horrible all right but when you have like a million members in a union keep in mind a dollar a month is now a million more dollars per month oh, sure. to yeah, the union the, coffers. The, the, That's a big deal. Not every, so, but not every teacher is a I union understand. Member. I understand. There's I understand. A, but if they had it their way, they'd be forced to be. They okay. trying, yeah. If they had it their way, if they had it their way, all teachers would be forced into the union, but they're not in Florida at least. But not so they complain about money. They also con consistently complain about things like testing. I mean, since I've moved to Florida, all I've heard about is complaints about, well, we got to teach the test and the kids are stressed out and, and, and I can't even teach them because I got to teach the stupid test and da, da da da. Okay, so what did Republicans finally do? They gave more money, more money, more money. That didn't shut. Well, and they got rid of the test this they, year. They, then they, then they, they complained about raises. So what did we do? We got rid of the Florida State Standards Assessment. Right. The FSA got rid of it. And, 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 and it wasn't 24 hours after, after that bill passed the legislature and was getting ready to be, it was, this governor hadn't even signed it yet. Right. Before the local media started hit doing negative pieces about, well, what does this mean for assessments and how are teachers going to be able to handle this and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. It just goes, the complaining never stops. Well, the, again, they're never going to give him credit where it's due. Right. Um, you know, they're going to complain about every element of his They wanted uh, raises, they got raises. Yeah. And when he did the raises, and I look, there's never enough well, money we to go said around. This, well, but we when said he did this the raises, a year ago. the current teachers complained, well, why are they getting a raise? I've been here for 15 years, which is a valid comment. Yeah. But the problem but that's is, for is the that local, you gotta, that's for the local districts and the unions to figure yes, out. Yeah, but the yes, unions don't need care. to sort that here's out. What, well, here's what everyone forgets. This, the legislature isn't setting 
the priorities for Correct. where every dollar goes. Yep. It's your local county school board. If mm-hmm. you don't like what you're getting paid, why are you talking to Governor DeSantis about that? Right. He's not the one that decided what to pay you. The Republican-controlled legislature is not telling Hillsborough County how much to pay their teachers. Right. They're deciding. And I guarantee you, I'm getting on my horse here, there's a, <laughs> there's a whole bunch of six-figure earners in mm. that in that government building downtown mm. that don't teach a single student all year long y'all mm. looking for money mm. go look for the money where it's at oh no tons in the middle management I area i love when Joe and, there, and, and, and there's and there's tons of bloating there there's there's in, not only there and in the fact that they won't close schools that that should be closed right um because that, that admits failure those are neighborhood it admit, schools it well it's not even it it's not even children. a matter it's not even a matter matter of failure it's just a simple matter of the fact that there aren't enough children oh, to sustain okay. an that's, entire that's school okay i mean it's it, and so it's not like they're having to admit failure there's just aren't enough and so now you're multiplying really? your how expenditures is that happening? Are, how is it that there's a local school that literally doesn't have enough kids like, oh, for some reason there are that many seems, parts of the, okay, of the county that is, that is that because that area around the school is somehow become industrial like what no I it's don't the, like, the, what? Ki- the families have either gotten older the kids have moved out and everything else there's some parts of citrus park that are like that now that they there's just not a lot of kids they don't have any yeah. kids have okay not the many community kids has just aged yeah. as a community yeah. and it hasn't gone through any like redevelopment yeah. to bring in kids. Meanwhile, okay. you have areas like, for example, down in the Ruskin area, right. where they have, or, or out there, Waiamama, you know, yeah. where they're exploding. Yeah, right, right. And they're adding, they're adding portables to brand new high schools and brand new schools out there. To brand new because, schools. Yeah, because they, they're just as, crazy. because the growth in those areas is so high. Did we ever get our air conditioners? Just don't no. get this started. <laughs> don't get this started. <laughs> I would love to see who won the contracts for the, all those playgrounds, though. Yeah, no kidding. Or the electric vehicles. That was the one that really got under my skin. They bought, somebody, they I, bought I, I don't know if it was hybrids or electric cars. Bought electric cars. They the bought reason electric why you're cars. About that and it was the Chevys, right? You want an electric car. That's why. No, because they didn't even buy the electric car that I want. Oh, no, because Tesla's not but a they bought Chevy. They bought Chevy Volts for oh driver's ed classes. Right. Who wants a Volt? I, I had somebody on Facebook comment complaining, we don't even have toilet paper at our school. And I'm like, well, that's okay. That's a issue. I'm like, okay, um, do you have any of those fancy tablets that people are using? Crickets. Well, the, the toilet paper, it's because, you know, the kids are stealing it all. Okay, and that's the taxpayers' fault for why the Republican legislature. Wait, what tablets? I don't, what are you saying? No, I'm saying people were complaining about money. And I'm oh, like, right. guys, money's not the issue. Money's not the issue. They're there's giving you more money, money constantly. There's and, money. and there's people that work it's in the misuse in the, of the money. And the, there's the people that work in the, mm-hmm. in the, um, I forget what you call them. Title. Is it title? What is it? Title one, title one, the title one schools, the low income schools. But the other problem saying, is we don't even have toilet paper. And I'm like, I bet you the, got tablets. But it's also how the money. Well, it's because of the new facility. The, the the dysfunction starts from the fact that how the money's handled. Sure, of course. You know, and so that there's money that you can only use for certain things, right. and there's money over here that can only be used for certain things. Right. And it's true. Like there's schools out there that run out of copy paper. They run out right. of toilet paper. They right. run out. Of, and 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 then the problem is is that. But that, every level that, that of the school district, every level of management is dysfunctional. Right. To the that extent that they can't, yeah, issue. they can't even fulfill something and, as and, simple as toilet right. paper. And so, and so here's my issue. It's mainly, it's the Democrat apparatus assisted by the Democratic Party. It's the Democratic Party assisted by the unions, supported by the teachers, using the kids as cover to try to claim that the Republican legislature 
and their Republican governor is somehow not paying teachers well enough yes. or not funding education properly correct, or overburdening students mm-hmm. or not providing resources to them in regards to testing and things mm-hmm. like that. When in reality, the legislature is consistently giving more money and trying to find ways to allow them to be innovative. Like, hey, you don't necessarily have to teach all those subjects or, hey, you know, add in a literacy course because we actually need literacy. Uh, financial literacy, um, trying to teach life skills, uh, but but you but the Florida legislature can't dictate where every dollar is spent. So the people that are complaining about the money and what the money's being spent on are literally the ones that are in control of the money and where the money's being spent. No, and if the and Florida they, they <laughs> like to use it as a political issue to blame Republicans well, to try to win elections. And if the Florida legislature did come in and start to dictate they would how say, they, Stop they would lose us. their minds. That's right. If they yeah. came in and said, okay, fine, you're going to buy this many reams of paper, right. they would be like, how dare you tell us how to run our, our county? Yeah. You don't know what's best for our kids. Okay, fine. Then balance your budget then and quit right. running out of toilet paper. But one of the things that, that I heard from one of our former school board members, who's a friend of the show, was that is that they are not willing to make the tough decisions that they need to make to get the to balance the books in the way that they should be. Right. They're not willing to make those tough decisions because they're afraid of the backlash from the parents. It needs to happen. It has to happen. Backlash from parents for what? Closing, Closing schools. schools. <laughs> That's like the obvious one, right? Because again, if you have two schools, the parent has to drive if you have two schools kid. that two elementary schools, let's right. say that are close right. to each other, right. Right. that have uh, a small population, right? Then the logical thing to do would be to combine those populations, right? 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 Well, inevitably you're going to piss off one set of parents, yeah. um, but you're also cutting your expenses in half. Yeah. yeah big all right. But the yeah. problem is, is that they don't want to deal with the ramifications. Do you think of- it's really that, or is that the excuse? Because when you close that school, what are you also doing? Right. You're going to, you're going to have, well, they have staff to move layoff. those people. Well, that's what There's I'm saying. There's going to be some staff layoff. That's the other part is that there are people that they don't want to get rid of. There you go. And six and, figure salaries that they don't want to, they and don't want to And then they cut. also, they, because some of those would get absorbed by the new school. Some of it. Sure. You know what I mean? So right. some of those teachers would have to come over. You got over. more meals to prep. You, still, you got more. Yeah, yeah you still need yeah, those, sure. those, some, some of those roles. But right. there's going to be some synergy created, and they know it. Right, but again, even at the administrative level, now you don't need two don't principals. Need, yeah, that's right. You don't, you don't need, need two principals. You don't need four assistant principals. Right. You don't need another. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I but mean, those are the decisions they're not and, willing to and make. And yeah, the money that's that, saved from that could be put into the bus the transportation network, right. and they could assist those parents and provide transportation. Yeah, but they've been the, cutting back transportation. I think the bigger problem at the end of the day is that not every single school should be managed and operated the same way as every other school. Sure. Every school sure. has their own unique problems with sure. their own unique communities and everything else. And you can't just wave a you can't just wave a wand and try to fix what is happening in these schools. And there are huge, huge um, academic issues, um, behavior issues, cr- a criminal activity that's occurring in some of these schools and the priorities are becoming less and less about teaching the kids and more and more about dealing with paperwork and behavior issues when it comes to just dealing with the population that you have at the moment again i have my own connections with the school system johnny you have your own you got you we all have our own a unique understanding. Yeah, my connection is I don't have one. Exactly. And so <laughs> that right there gives everyone a unique perspective. And I really feel that at the end of the day, I think what's going to need to happen is a full audit is going to have to occur when it comes to these school systems and these school departments. And that, and that well, that's where happen. politics got in the way, because as soon as the secretary of education, Richard Corcoran, former speaker of the house said mm-hmm. that we were going to come down and they were going to audit Hillsborough County. Guess who he's good friends with? Well, he's good friends with Addison Davis, yes. who used to be of Duval County, which is also 
also the part of the state which Corcoran is from. And so he got him to hold off and, you know, he kind of got him. They were playing good cop, bad cop, essentially. We right, were right, so right. close to getting the school system to have to start writing manual checks out to the teachers, which then would have removed the union dues from being automatically withdrawn from uh, mandatory membership. That it would have, because then you would have to then task teachers to mail the dues out yeah. to the unions yeah. themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been you know that wouldn't have fabulous. Oh, wait a minute. You're telling me there wouldn't have been a hundred percent participation in teachers no. mailing in their union dues. No, 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 yeah. no, no, um, no, no, no. Here's, here's, <laughs> well, and, and, here's and uh, here's Hector makes a great, uh, sorry, just real quick. Hector made a good question here, which was, is there a difference in how those 800 million is being spent in rural versus urban? Urban slash suburban school districts. And, and, Girl, and, we can't have that conversation right well, now. Well, no, the, no, but this is, well, no, the answer is actually very simple. Is that there again, is a transfer that occurs. The money yeah. goes into a very specific pot that right. they are then accountable for, and they have to show that those monies were specifically used for that purpose. But rur rural counties do get a transfer, though, I'm pretty sure, from the budget. They do. They get like, they get extra. Yeah, because, because their local, tax base, yeah, local sure. tax base, their tax base can't it. support it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correct. but. But here's the here's here's the one last thing I'm gonna say about this. I'm glad if if it, I don't care what's a new teacher or a current teacher, I, I'm not getting into that. If they're getting raises, that's good because no matter what they make, I know it's not enough. But here's what I'll tell you though. You know it's the issues with schools, and when I say schools, I mean all of it. Okay, you know the issue can't be solved by money, and here's how: because if the legislature asks the lobbyists for the school systems and the school boards and the associations and the unions, if they ask them the direct question, you've laid out these problems that you want to solve. How much money would it take for you to solve those problems? They will not answer that question because they're afraid that the legislature will actually give them the money. <laughs> yeah. Because if you said we need a billion more dollars, You'd be you'd be surprised. Yeah, because we'll I it. guarantee you the whole I guarantee you the Republicans up there would say, OK, guys, we just were told that an mm -hmm. extra one billion mm -hmm. can solve these problems. Everyone would take a haircut and they would figure it out because people do care mm -hmm. about taking care of these kids and giving them the best <laughs> we can. And they would find a way it and is, they yeah. would they would send the money to the counties. And what would happen? They would still not accomplish what they said, and then the whole jig would be up, and then right. you couldn't keep dragging these kids out here and these, you know, teachers that don't make enough money and saying, woe is me. The jig would be up. The easiest way to get rid of 10, 15, 30 year into the system teachers is by having teachers that just walk in making more money than them. That is the easiest way to piss the entire are, system it, off. Is that, is that no potentially what they're that. trying and to do? Are they trying to force them into the way The way that the money is being diverted is that before, good teachers, which would get good assessments, would right. then get a bonus because of that positive assessment, because right. they were doing the good things. And now that bonus isn't there anymore. Because that fund that funded the first branch, a uh, uh, batch Bunch, of this, yeah, yeah. the first time around when we had this, and the money just went somewhere else. And now those teachers are like, well, if I'm not getting tested, then why do I even care about these assessments? Because it doesn't matter now. Right. It doesn't do anything to my paycheck. Do you think that in some way that maybe they want to get the law if we have teachers that are under, thirty year teachers we, out, the twenty we, year, but it's not even thirty. If you can't even keep like five to ten year teachers in the system, then this is just it's going to cause twenty even plus. But the twenty plus years, those are the ones that cost money, right? Because you have the pension, you have the you have all the benefits associated with it. The healthcare costs start going up. 
you think they're trying to get? I don't. Th- I, I honestly, I, I mean, don't think. I don't think the system, right? They can't. I don't think the teachers are that. I don't think the administration is that competent to think that far in advance when it comes to who do we want to get rid of. Well, labor is always going to be your getting number rid one of expense, so. getting rid of problematic teachers is so much easier here than it is up, up in the Northeast. Well, they're an entire. They're entire like classrooms full of teachers just sitting in classes in New York and and other other parts of the country because they cannot fire them because of the unions. Whereas here. It's a little. It's a little bit easier to do right. that here, but my God, the things that that we hear from our teachers are, is absolutely ridiculous. All right, everybody, thank you so much for watching the Yard Sign, the most important and relevant podcast in politics. Uh, again, we appreciate you listening, watching, whenever, wherever you may be doing so. Uh, we, of course, had a great time here with uh, Nebel David Cabrera, Joe Wicker today on uh, today's topics. Uh, don't forget, you can subscribe to the audio portion of our podcast if you missed tonight's show over at the Tech Overlords at Google. Google, Apple, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, uh, and Samsung podcast platforms. Uh, we appreciate everybody who's been downloading the show. Uh, the numbers look absolutely fantastic and uh, continue to grow every single week. Uh, and uh, uh, so, uh, the only reason I want to do this is only because I want to humiliate uh, Anibal David Cabrera in a story that I found earlier. So we're going to do one last thing. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Anibal. What David story Cabrera are you thinking I'm going to talk about, actually? Go ahead. I'm, uh, I'm just going to let you go ahead. No, and, uh, I would love to know what you're going to talk about. No, you first. Go no, ahead. No, no, Thanks. no. It's fine. What you I, wanted the segment. What I was going to talk you about. You just asked me for the segment. I was going to talk about with Sir. Good Sir was that I was going to make announcements about upcoming events of clubs that we know that are really looking forward to these events, like the Women's Federa- the Women's Republican Federation the doing movie their event. Ashley movie yep. dinner, which will be on April. Gary, g- g- look at that. Wow. We are, we are on board with things today. Oh, you fancy. Alaba. Gloria a Dios. So we have a Friday, April 8th, uh, 12 o'clock at the Double Tree of the Hilton at Tampa Airport. We're going to be having uh, a come in. Come and eat some food. It's a very good. It goes for a good cause. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have a horrible Spanish <laughs> accent. I don't have an accent, actually. So I've been told I need to yeah. get one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Friday, April 8th, noon, Doubletree Hilton Airport, uh, uh, Doubletree by Hilton at the Tampa Airport. That's the one right off of West Shore and 275. Uh, our very own Ashley Moody, uh, Plant City native, uh, going to be holding this event. Uh, she's been incredibly popular. I think she's been an amazing follow-up to Pam Bondi. Um, and, uh, and so come on out. This is going to be a great fundraiser. We're actually, I think, going to be uh, broadcasting live. If not, we're certainly going to be filming some content to uh, uh post for you uh, at a later time but uh, for more information reach out to the florida federation of republican women's tampa chapter uh and that would be led by terry castro uh phone numbers right there 813-545-3593 or t castro at adcpi.com um so again yeah if you didn't get any of that just go ahead and <laughs> message us on our social media platforms we'll be happy to connect you uh with uh, that event and again our other event uh, that we've been promoting tonight has been our community patriots event our new sponsor here on the podcast uh community patriots uh uh, holding a media training event a media training boot camp with our buddy uh, travis horn of bullhorn communications he's going to teach you how to talk to newspapers uh tv media uh the print 
uh, media and uh, tickets are 150 bucks. It includes the training materials, dinner, cash bar. Uh, tickets can be found at community-patriots.com. That's community-patriots.com. Again, brought to you by Bullhorn Communications, Frontline Patriots, and Community Patriots. There's one more event after this that I need to plug, and that is the Log Cabin. I know we don't we don't got we don't got it yet. It just got created. Don't give me that. Anyways, the Log Cabin of Tampa Bay will be hosting a um, a watch party for the Tampa Pride On Parade happening this Saturday at 4 o'clock in Ymir City. There's no details. No details. They, they just got hot off the presses. I don't, even <laughs> got a, I don't even got a PDF of it yet. Anyways, they will be meeting at Carmine's upstairs at 4 o'clock this Saturday uh, for the Pride Parade starting at 4 o'clock. I get it. It's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of events. Uh, last year, they were quoted as uh, booing uh, Charlie Chris which I thought was pretty funny. Awesome. Uh, and that was pretty funny. And I think this year they are thinking of wearing very interesting t-shirts. So let's see what happens. Well, a lot of the, you know, again, a lot of these uh, influencers, conservative influencers now live here in Tampa Bay. Oh, so many of and them. And typically are showing up at these big things. They're showing up at these big rallies and parades and such. And so uh, I'm sure David's going to probably be there. Oh, yeah. uh, Brokeback Patriot. Uh, Rob Smith is going to be there. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of people. A lot of It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, so hopefully those guys show up, but it's definitely going to be a good time. You know, it's always a good time in Ebola. Oh, yeah, it's always a good time. Yeah, until the gunshots go off. Uh, so. before, and nothing good happens <laughs> after one. <laughs> All right, on or that 5 note. 5 p.m. Joe Wicker, did you have anything? <laughs> 5 p.m. Did you have anything? No, but Tom okay. Brady's back. Yes. Oh, we talked about that Y'all talked about that last week? We yeah. did. Right. That's right. so exciting. Okay. Thanks are for watching. War, are you wore out Thanks with Thanks for now, watching. I, no, I don't know if this was an old video that he reposted or if it's a new video that's really piqued my interest. The other buck. Of happened? him happened? working out, him uh, uh, throwing passes around to Julian Edelman. <gasps> oh. I know. Well, you know he's got to build a team around him. <laughs> And, yeah, and and there's that other guy I forget his name. That well, that, we got Mike Evans back, back which yeah. is awesome. Yeah. We got Gronk. Gronk. Yeah. Uh, Gronk. Gronk's in a sign. I mean, he, he hasn't go. yet, but you know he's, he's going to come out. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like him and Tom Brady are are just playing backyard football <laughs> yeah. at this point. Like yeah, really, yeah, yeah. no, it's yeah, like Gronk. The game, on. yeah, it's definitely. like it's like Gronk. You know you're going to suit up and play, right? Like exactly. you know you're going to play. Like we're yeah. not. No, we're not paying you. Yeah, it's like no, we're not going to. You come on, bro. Like this is backyard football. Put your pads on and quit complaining. You know, Tom's like texting him, dude. Just sign the paper yeah yeah sign. like just come out just, here just get out of here well like, because apparently that's why mike evans took the pay cut was because he got a text it. message from tom and Yo. you know and in that whole conversation with tom is it a pay cut or did they extend it out like is it like okay we're gonna pay you but it's in the future you know what i mean that like, i don't know usually that's what they they're do, making though. it they out as a pay cut Given his worth, I, I don't, I don't, I, and and the you fans, think they can shave a couple million here and there. Well, like and the fan, right? It created cap space, right? right? It created calorie uh, salary cap space, and the fans, the hardcore fans, have responded by donating a yeah, lot I of money that. to his, his uh, foundation. Yeah. Thirteen dollars a piece. Awesome. People were donating to the, yeah. to the foundation. Yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, good, I good. think Godwin's coming back, which is awesome. He's also great. Um, you and think Brady's got it, man? Yes, I do. You think yes. he's got it for 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 another? Super you know what Bowl? I think? You know what? First, I thought it was our defense got us this year. Really? At, at first, I thought it was. I thought it was nonsense. But I do. You know what? I do think the catalyst was to get him to come back. Was he went to go see Cristiano Ronaldo play, mm. and they met up after the game and hung out for a little bit. And I think that that little conversation, that little, I'm I'm also watching a documentary about you know uh, this the soccer team that 
Ronaldo's currently on, and that guy is also. I mean that. I mean those guys are just operating yeah. on a, a whole platform. other atmosphere, different. completely different. I was kind of, I was kind of, I guess, a little more basic in my thought process. I, I was thinking that like his wife and kids kind of wanted to see him be willing to quit. If you would have watched and, last and, week's and he, podcast, I those questions were answered. And and he and he quit. And then once he quit, then his then his wife's like, you know what? Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate you doing that for us. Oh, really have to. The commit. ultimate wife test. It's, well, it's the whole like, what's that? That what was that movie with uh, Jennifer Aniston and um, the funny guy, the 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 tall tall funny Vince guy, Vaughn. Vince Vaughn, where she's like, I don't want you to do the dishes. I just want you to want to do the dishes. <laughs> and he's like, Who wants to do dishes? Like, right? And like, he's not getting it. Like, dude, she just I, wants I you. Feel that we're entering very, you know what I mean? Thin ice. Like maybe Tom Brady was just All of the showing women in that. Our he would be willing. And I'm willing I, to quit. I love for you. doing dishes, honey. I I, I, I don't want to quit it. for you, but I'm willing to quit for you. And once he submitted retirement, that, I enjoy doing dishes. Then she was like, "Oh, see, Tom, that's why I love you. No, you go ahead and play. You boys play. <laughs> no. You boys go ahead and play no. one more year." The goat realized the that he had kids, and because of that, when he realized he had children, look, these guys know when they are on the decline. And I think Tom looked and he goes, "You know what? I can still hang. I mean, he's still breaking records." He's still, but I, I he's never still at the top the, of the league. But I never thought it was an issue of Tom. I always looked at it I like... I thought it was the family. I, yeah, I, I always looked family. at like, people think of football season as a season. If you are a professional football player, life. that is your job. Life. Right. It's all, there's, there's no, no off season. Right. Right. There's, a, there's an off-season weekend yep. that you have. Like, you get a, you, like, like you get a, a, a weekend, right. go eat some chocolate cake, no one's going to say anything about it. Go to yeah. Vegas and for a weekend. on Monday, <laughs> we expect it. you in there with the trainer, mm -hmm. counting calories, doing mm -hmm. the physical therapy, mm -hmm. all that. I mean, it's a job. So I always looked at it like it was a sacrifice from his family. Yeah. And the dude's been going at it for 23 years. And like, then his wife and children were with him for seven weeks, and then he decided this is too much. And he can still hang. Yeah, if well, he could not, it. if yeah. he physically yeah. could no, not perform at the level that then that he, he, yeah, he would expect it. of himself, yeah. no, no, it's not. It's it's and the I think, time and commitment. I think that and then I think that's the realization he had. No, it's a time commitment because it's not like Roethlisberger. Um, you know, you're starting to see it in Aaron Rodgers. Ooh, we saw Aaron it in Roger. Peyton Manning. You know, we saw it in all these guys that were phenomenal in their like peak. Physically, yeah. But you start to see the decline. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like Roethlisberger just wasn't there anymore. It just yeah. wasn't it wasn't the same guy. Yeah. So Hector is saying that honestly, he thinks that Tom Brady doesn't want to retire until he wins ten Super Bowls. Oh come on, dude. Boppy, you know say there so. I know he wants that seven. I know he wants that seven. Yeah, I think that, no, eight. He wants eight. He has to play like ten more years to get that many Super Bowls. <laughs> I don't think. I, I don't. Three I don't more know. Super Bowls. How awesome Three more Super Bowls. What's that's the insane. oldest? What's the oldest football player ever? Oh, that's actually oh, like in know. the fifties. Well, I've had to look that one up. Hector, yeah. come up with it really quick. Oh, what's yeah. the oldest My, quarterback? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, that's different. It's got. It's he's got. Those to be kids there. have like a shelf life of like ten years. I think he's got to be there. I think next year. I think he may end up being the oldest player in the he's NFL. Got to be. Yeah. Oh well, and 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 you figure back in the day, like teams would just like because this season he tied a guy for being the oldest player in the yeah. NFL. Yeah, because you know, like back in the seventies, they'd just be like, "All right, guys." Uh, all right, Tom's down. Uh, hey, Johnny, go get grab, grab your dad. He played high school ball. <laughs> Suit up, pops. Let's go. They you also know. weren't making millions. Put that of cigarette dollars. down. Put that right. cigarette down. Yeah, that's right. Get, get your get your hind in in there. Well, a lot like, of those guys go, didn't have any snacks. other options. Those were like second jobs for them. Yeah. 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 Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. What's Bobby doing? I know we fired him last week. What is he doing? Go get. <laughs> he's down at the dock. Go get Bobby off the dock. Get on this. Get suited up. Okay. Steve right, Deberg. 
was the oldest quarterback, and he was uh, 70, 47. Oh, <laughs> it's like a Pittsburgh 47, guy. 48 season. What? How old was he? During then? the season, he started at 47, and then he ended the wow. season at 48. Yeah, but he wasn't a starting quarterback. He was starting quarterback. I bet you he died at 49. The oldest quarterback was, yeah. I bet that dude died at 49 or 50. <laughs> All right, my uh, my story here to wrap it up tonight. Thank you again to Nebel, David Cabrera, Jill Wicker. Um, is uh, Wales, oh, and I don't mean the animal. I mean uh, Nebel's favorite country uh, has decided to outlaw smacking or slapping your children. Yes, that and and it just okay. it just adds to all the reasons why it, I think it's it's just loathsome. To 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 admire anything that there is about the UK. Okay, that whoa whoa, <laughs> good sir, you have gone too far. I Look, I think good if, day, if your if your child requires discipline to that disciplining to that level, I think that is a, a parent's right to do so. I don't. Think. I don't think smacking or slapping your child is is out of bounds. So what's going to happen? I do think there's a line. I do think there's a line. Obviously, I don't think the government should be telling me what I can and cannot do in regards to discipline. But that's my what they're child. doing. But that's exactly what. Yeah, but we also live in a republic, a, a democratic republic. In the southeastern United States, you'd have to stop selling fly swatters, wooden spoons, <laughs> yeah, flip flops. Right. Any Hispanic community, I mean, you have to stop us selling flip flops. That's right. Yeah. In my case, it would have been my, in my dad's they put case, warning it would have been, labels, not used, <laughs> not, not usable for, for, right. for, for childhood. My, my, I think my dad is just about checked off all of those. I mean, I think he did oh, belt, no. whatever belt buckle, we've leather this, belt, we've had pulling that big wooden shovel. Off the wall, my mother, has, my mother wins it all. My mother wins it all. She would discipline us by putting rice on the floor and making us kneel on the rice while we're hugging each other because we were getting into fights. Oh my yeah, god. Oh yeah. Lady, dude. Oh that's yeah. Some Chinese that's like torture some stuff. Vietnamese Hanoi. Yeah, first Hilton. of all, that's like what, some Hanoi. The first Hilton time I ever torture. heard about waterboarding, I was not shocked. I'll tell you that's all I'll say. I had no idea what it was until someone told me <laughs> what it was. I mean, I don't know where I don't know where my mother learned these things. They were my parents lived in Germany for a while, so I'll just leave oh. it at that. But my God, the torture chambers that that we lived in our house. Hey, you learn you learn how to, you really learn how to juke like in sports. You really learn how to juke in the back of the station wagon while mom's, <laughs> trying to, yeah. mom's like she's like I yeah. told y'all. Quite. Okay. You can I'm bend stop into all car. kinds of shapes. And you're like, you know? whoa. You oh. turn into the Matrix in the station wagon. Right, right. I, all I know is that my father made sure that we had the best brakes in the land because my mother didn't do that. She just hit the brakes. and She would oh, pull over. Brake check. We yeah. would do brake yeah, checks yeah, and yeah. pull over all the time. And then yeah. before we walked yeah, into the church. Gets pulled over, man. When yeah. we, before we walk into church, we'd have the conversation. And then after the conversation, she'd beat us. Yeah. And then we'd walk into church. Before we go into here, I'm telling y'all right now. Don't make me have to lose my salvation. Anything. Yeah. We're going to go into this. You you're not thirsty. We're going to go into this you're Disney store. You're not hungry. You don't <laughs> We're going to go into this Disney that. store. Don't you ask for anything. Mom, it's a Disney my, store. My dad would bring the pain at Disney. Like he didn't, he didn't care if it was the happiest place on earth or not. Don't make me pull you off this ride. It's a wonderful. What is it? What is it? What's that? What's that? What's that? What's that small world, after, small world all. after all. Yeah, I'll pull you right off the small world after all. I'll spank you right here and now. Oh, in front my of that God. freaky little creepy figurine over there. This right. is why we're all friends because we all got tortured by our parents. So there you go. If you needed one more reason not to visit the UK, there you have it right there. <laughs> They're gonna end up soft-headed, you know, just like the. I don't know why the you're talking smack. In the, in the, in well, the how, how do they the, even spank their kids? 
Okay, son, right honorable gentleman, turn around. <laughs> First of all, you're like, assuming how do they, how do they no, no, even... no, 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 no. First of all, you're assuming that children live with their parents when they're being raised. They live at I the live boarding school and yeah. their parents oh, right. visit them every once in a while. Right. The real Not everybody's rich the, in the, the UK real No, that's a normal system. It's boarding schools and everything else. We don't have public schools. Anyways, the real news coming really? out of Buckingham no, Palace, the, the real right. news coming out of the UK is the fact that the Queen has decided to no longer live at Buckingham Palace and that she will be residing her final res residence will be at Belmoral. That is something that a lot of uh, UK residents are very um, not happy about, but they understand. Because she caught COVID at I at, need at you to calm down while I'm talking about she the caught queen. caught COVID. Yeah, maybe it'll turn it into a hotel, something useful. First, what are you talking about? It generates, so it's, it generates billions of dollars to the UK economy. And doing what? So the Tours. woman can't Just even die? There? So the woman can't like die in peace? I, I refuse to have a conversation where it ends. Where is this palace? I'm just asking, away. you're the one that knows I don't. Where, where is this like a really nice little cottage somewhere? Like, where is this place? Belmora is up, up, I don't know. Um, um, northern part of the United Kingdom. He doesn't know. It's, it's out of, where is it? Oh, he finally got the, the, the laugh reel. It's like, it's, um, I don't actually don't She's know. She's got to stay Wales, up there to actually. stay away from all the people, man. Like she caught COVID. Man. Actually, uh, Belmora has visited more than I think it's like the third or fourth uh, visited palace in the country. God, so oh, all right, and there it goes. I had no idea. And there it goes. There goes the last two people that were listening to the show. So thank you so much, everybody, for watching. <laughs> we appreciate you. It's wow. been another edition of the Yard Saying. We'll see you back here next Monday, uh, hopefully about seven o'clock. Um, in the meantime, make sure you subscribe on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, all your favorite social media. Uh, and uh, podcast platforms. On behalf of Enable David Cabrera, Joe Wicker, I'm Johnny Torres. We'll see you next time. Good night, everybody. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs>